Extreme BPM. We just played uh, Fade Away coming in from Disabel. And then we also played uh, the last song was Disabel and uh, Ben Benfold and Freshy Fisher. That is uh, Somebody, the unplugged version. Remember the first version was also out. We played that a while ago. But uh, this is the unplugged version that you can check out on their website, Disabel.com. Let's go. The Extreme BPM. My name is Mark Extreme. Let's go in and uh, have a chat with uh, Disabel. The celebrities you love. Hello, we are Maroon 5. Hey, it's Taylor Swift. Hi, this is Bruno Mars. Hi, this is Adele. Yo, this is Anna Rebel in the building on Ajaz Radio. Their lives and the music. He is a wonderful voice. A really special guest on the show today. So I look forward to answering every single question. Careful with the word every. Don't miss up close interviews with your favorite celebrities. All of us used to be together. Me and Pitbull, we pledge that any one of us got our break first, we will help each other. Come on. On the Extreme BPM with DJ Mark Extreme. Fridays and Tuesdays, 8 p.m. East African time. Turn it up. Listen to Ejazz Radio online at radio.ejazzug.com. Welcome to the Extreme BPM, guys. My name is Mark Extreme, and we do this every single Tuesday and Friday, 8 p.m. East African time, where we get to talk to people that make the music. We usually play the music during the week, so it's good to also have a chat with people that make the music. And this time around, we're talking to Dezabel, uh, who is all the way in uh, Zurich right now. And uh, he acquired his basic music knowledge in the 90s at the former ACM, that is Academy of Contemporary Music, that is in Zurich. And in 2014, he founded the project, that is Project 8309, which sets itself the task uh, of uh, supporting uh, that is uh, local artists voluntarily, okay? And on, on their YouTube channel, which has over 2 million visits, uh, that is on their productions, you have to check out uh, that on YouTube, guys. That is Project 8309. And they have over 4,000 subscribers. So to deepen his musical knowledge, Desabel started at Berkeley College of Music. That is in 2017. And he did songwriting and music production. His work as a composer, mixing, and mastering engineer or producer includes artists such as uh, Beecher's Fault, uh, that is uh, in, from New York City, Emmanuel Ma, that is in Vancouver, Ben Botfield uh, from Manchester, and uh, Freshie Fisher, that is uh, there in Bern. And he has uh, been under the stage name Desabel since 2019. He produces songs in uh, rural Oberwell. Uh, that is uh, near Zurich and cooperates with fellow students in the United States and the United Kingdom. His music is a fusion of pop, R&B, jazz, and film music. He describes his sound as when Zurich meets LA. And he's on the extreme BPM right now. Desabel, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Yes. How is uh, Zurich? Um, I think it's a difficult situation over here. Um, everything is basically shut down. Um, we we try to keep uh, social contacts as few as possible so uh, we've got plenty of time to write music and produce music yeah 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 so yeah as a songwriter you know and producer too uh with with uh, having to make music during this time with no uh contact to people you only have to do this through the internet or through zoom how was how did you quickly adapt to that um, <clears throat> that is something that is actually not so new to me, uh, working with artists all over the world. Um, you, you will have to find a way on how to do that. So Zoom um, sessions are absolutely nothing new to me. So 
Um, the only thing that changed uh, was the frequency, right? Nowadays you do uh, music only on this way and basically get nobody in the studio. Um, except for this uh, last song, Somebody, which we recorded here in the studio with this um, uh, burn Swiss-based uh, funk band called Frische Fische, which is translated means uh, fresh fish. Interesting. So nothing new for me. Oh yeah, so you used to you used to working with with uh, people remotely, so it wasn't something that was uh, new to you. Uh, let's talk about you know how uh, your your career how, how it spans from the nineties. Uh, what what kind of created the spark in you you know to uh, to go into songwriting and also producing? Um, I mean that that's a long way actually. Um, I, I studied um, uh, harmony, jazz harmony in in the nineties uh, at the ACM. And that was great. I mean, but the, the problem is in jazz to make a living out of music in general in Switzerland is very, very tough. Um, it's a small country, not very well known for for music, right? Yeah. Um, so, so I did uh, like many other musicians. I I had to work to make a living, right? And um, as you can see, I mean, I'm not 25 anymore. <laughs> um, so so uh, lately, actually three years ago, um, I suffered two strokes. Oh. And uh, I, I decided to basically change my life and, and, and devote my time 100% to music, right? So I reduced my workload. I still do some working, um, but I dedicated now fully to to music production i i started my own studio um then i start i started at the age of 48 i started to uh, uh working on uh, song pro music production and songwriting at the berkeley college of music um so uh, yeah that's what i'm doing for the past three years um uh, really focusing on that and one year ago a little bit more than one year ago i started my own kind of career producing my own music and publishing it yeah but i still do other jobs as well obviously uh, produce other songs produce for other artists yeah I, I imagine that was a hard time for you to make a transition and say you know what i think i'm going to go to music now and not have to kill myself up with work <laughs> um Actually, I think uh, when I got into the situation, the decision was very easy, right? Uh, because uh, you basically know you can't continue that way. You you got to change something. Yeah. And and in life, uh, there isn't really many things you can change, right? You got family, you got the issues with your family, uh, health issues. That's something you can't really control. But you can control how much you work and for who for whom you work, right? So. So that's where I actually, you know, started to to change things, right? Yeah, and, and uh, so as as a song as a songwriter and producers, what were your influences? You know, coming into even before you made your own music, who are some who are some of your uh, influences before that? Um, I mean, actually, I'm I'm more like a jazz kind of driven person. Um, it started to to migrate a bit towards pop as my daughter got grew a little bit older and we made music together um so i had to obviously uh, change my style a bit um so uh, but in the meantime she's 26 so that's over um but 
actually and and if you listen to my music i feel you 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 can still hear this kind of jazz um r&b influence um some some music score as well that i'm really um listening to and obviously pop but i i try to not kind of be able to you know be put in a shelf right say this is pure pop or electro whatever uh, you will find all kind of influences in my music and and so that's that's basically my goal right yeah because when you listen when you listen to all the songs that are played on the show there each one of them is different it doesn't sound like mm-hmm. any any of the other songs and uh so so with uh, as far as you know making the transition you know you started out in jazz and then now you have you you are trying to make uh some influences from pop and much as it's you know the r&b influences and all that uh how do you find it now you know when you're having to uh when you are working with other people that probably are even are also younger like uh this on somebody this uh, the, all the artists on there are a bit younger how how do you find uh, uh working with the younger people and you know trying to bring you know your background and then they're also they're having other things because they also have different things that influence them and it's a, yes, different, type, a different type of uh, era as far as music goes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, i i actually find it easier to work with young people than with older people um i think because younger people are just are more flexible right um they, they, they're more trying to experiment in different ways and perhaps i like have a little advantage of being kind of a puppy you know <laughs> being older as as them i think I, i might have a little bit more respect than than if i would be younger um but in general it's it's great and and to be honest i work with people that i know how i can work with them and and you know the chemistry must must fit and so uh, i have a not a huge group but I would say about 10 to 20 people I work with together and and um I think I'm going to stick on this because getting too wide is is difficult um but I'm writing own music I mean the key is actually you you as a songwriter you have a vision for the song right um and and that is the goal as a producer to to basically uh realize and 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 make it happen right and um and so far i had great experience in people you know helping me realizing this vision oh yeah yeah i think it's also good that you know much as you come in with the experience you're willing to uh learn and adjust from them and see what 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 is in their life and then you try and see how to be flexible and work with them that's a, that's also another good thing that probably people should pick from this because uh for some people it's hard to make a transition and they always want to stick in what they know and hey come yeah. they don't want to you know find common ground yeah. i mean it's, it's the common issue right uh yeah. if you work with a band then obviously the guitar player wants to have a major part the piano player wants to have a major part and so on and so on and um, but this won't work right so i i always make clear it's all about the song right and and typically it's all about the vocals and all the instruments and the arrangement and the mix everything has to support that key element right and so at at times there is no space for a guitar or no space for whatever instrument but um 
I've, I, as I mentioned before, I think I got a good group of people uh, who understand uh, that process that I'm going for and uh, that support me. So that's great. You know, I, I can't be happier than than now at the moment. <laughs> and, and and there's some there's something also because uh, when we were talking, actually, I, it was before we, we got uh, onto the interview. You talked about you know how you made the unplugged version of uh, somebody with your with the whole yes. with the whole crew and you all did analog, right? Yeah. So it, it brings me to this though. What is uh, how do you find this? You know, with uh, how music is being made these days, right? Because now some people don't need to go out and uh, do analog everything can be digital you can use synths and all these other things what is your view on that and uh it's very difficult um i I think it's just the reality right um that that um this kind of as it was 20 years ago you got a band you you rehearsed once a week and then once every one or two years you started recording something and you had your gigs i think that changed a lot um uh, and, and I don't think actually after uh, Corona that this will disappear again, this new kind of life of, of music making. I think it will stay because it's actually a good thing. Um, to be honest, uh, you know, I you don't have people to come here. You can meet anytime. You can talk anytime. Um, that's a great thing and it's very very efficient I've never been so efficient as as now uh, the past half year um, so so it's great now the issue is on the part of the music okay I understand the convenience of having to not having to meet you reduce on the costs on how much you'll spend in studio how much you'll have to rehearse because now you uh, both of you can work on your own time and then meet up and uh, finish certain things so now the issue is on now the quality of the music Ah, got you. Um, you know, it's it's not new that all basically all the the, the the titles that you hear now in in the, in the Billboard's top 100, um, hard you you will you won't find many musicians in these recordings because they're mostly produced out of samples. Um, you know, on a keyboard, even the guitar and, and everything happens uh, right on, a, on on this little keyboard that I have here as well, where I'm just doing my new bass line. Um, so I think I mean, it's it's a pity, right? Uh, it, it's, it got very commercialized, everything. Um, but my I still try to make pop music with with a general appeal but still you know with with craft chip right so so you will always have a real guitar in there or a real bass player um just to give it the groove to be not so perfect right it's it's all about for me it's all about of sounding good grooving but not being too perfect in in terms of clinical perfection right um, so, so I'm 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 very much focused in that. So um, I don't quantize everything to death. Uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> try to, to you know keep it as natural as possible, uh, not over processing it. Um, that's my goal, and that that's why I also decided to, you know. Uh, merge all these uh, uh, styles together because you know this music I hear very often 
it sounds good. You, you listen one, two, three times, and then it gets kind of boring. You don't don't discover new things. While while in good music, you you always discover new things and and start thinking about you know about the lyrics, about why why did he do the bass line like that, and and you start you know working with that music, listening carefully to it, and and that's my goal actually. You know. Yeah. So. Uh, I think that's that's a good thing, you know, the fact that you know you still, much as you're trying to make music that is what what is currently trending and trying to get to the popular part, you still keep the elements of having uh, the live instrumentation on the song. Right, right. Yeah, right. and uh, so now with I've listened with all these songs I've listened to, right? Um, and now since you're focused on more on on making on making this music thing work. Uh, what are you are you working towards any 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 project that you're working on because i've i've so far listened to how many more almost six songs now mm -hmm. yeah. um i'm actually right now working on a new song with a new voice uh that i will be introducing um and it's going to be very interesting because it has um uh, it has a very commercial appeal at the beginning then you got this uh almost electro kind of flavor in between then you got in the hook you got really hard uh, almost rock beats and in the middle you will have a full-scale jazz uh, solo guitar solo a la George Benson in the low, late 70s and 80s and that was my goal is to to basically put it all together and uh, you know make it sound homogenic and and as, as one thing right uh, so yeah so that is something that is going to come out very very soon oh can't wait uh, so how, <laughs> how how is uh you know how is the scene then on in uh in uh, switzerland now as because you said uh, there is not much of a big jazz scene what is the main let's say what is the main genre of music over there that is much more uh in the mainstream i honestly can't tell you i mean there is a jazz scene but you know, a, a country of 10 million, um, you know, can't really create a, a huge kind of scene. But in terms of radio, um, I would say most is very, very commercial. Um, some of my music gets played here, uh, some doesn't uh, because it's too progressive, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, you know, uh, who, it's a, it's a, <laughs> who knew that? Swiss yeah, who knew that being progressive would be bad? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, uh, it, it, it's, it's so obvious that um, certain music that I feel like, you know, when it comes to you, which is a very smooth kind of song, gets played in Switzerland, doesn't get played, you know, in the UK or, or in the US. Uh, and while the more progressive stuff like Telia... It uh, doesn't get played at all in Switzerland, but gets played a lot yeah, all I, over the world. I like it. I, I love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of the Swiss quality of being standard. <laughs> <laughs> now, you as an artist who's trying to craft and, and uh, put your work out there then, uh, how do you maneuver this? Things that keep me going is stuff like we do right now, like interviews uh, from all over the world, uh, uh, getting everyday mails and messages about, you know, uh, 
what kind of feelings that certain people my music perceives um, about these comments. Uh, I mean, that's so great. And, and even looking at, you know, at my Spotify statistics, uh, you got the Spotify for artists and then you see something like 35 people listening right now, your music. I mean, that's great. Uh, that's my motivation. And yeah, and a friend of mine actually told me uh, uh, after she realized uh, that I was fully dedicated on music, she said, you are so smart because what I do uh, when I'm gone, nothing is left for me. But when you are gone, then your music is still going to be there. And uh, so, yeah, that's great. <laughs> I, I think that one thing we can appreciate is uh, how much there has been accessibility because of the advancements in technology, like how I'm able to listen to your song uh, when you are in Switzerland and you haven't been to, to Uganda and I'm able to connect with you and have the song on and know and listen to any other thing that you've done uh unlike what you know had was happening 15 20 years ago yeah absolutely and you know many many people they complain about spotify and and you know you don't get paid as much yes that's true but on the other hand you can be listened everywhere on on, on the planet you know 20 years ago you needed a label yep. to get heard Nowadays, you don't need a label. Just, you know, just the, the only the only thing that can hold you back is being lazy, right? Uh, so everybody got the opportunity uh, at at very low costs, and with the technology we've got today, basically everybody with a few hundred dollars can can produce their own music and and release it. And so it it got very competitive because of that, but everybody's got the chance and. The only thing I can see in terms of differences between artists is, you know, more committed people and less committed people. And it's all about commitment. Yeah. yeah and, and the thing is now with, with this whole Spotify streaming uh, world where everything works on algorithms, uh, it's even more important to, you know, frequently publish songs. Um, it, it's over the time of you know every two years uh, releasing an album these times are over it's it's really all about continuity yeah. and, and so my goal is basically every second month's latest to release a new song to just always keep stay in the algorithms right yeah that's how it works that's how it works and it's a good thing you know people you don't have to now focus on making an album for two years or three years or four years you can always put out a song two months Three, uh, a month yeah. put out a song and keep keeping the conversation yeah. and i and uh, that's what i like and also you know guys the uh Dezabel, that's uh the name of the artist all right d-e-z-a-b-e-l go out and check check out the music on all streaming platforms and uh there are there are songs that we we have on the show we have somebody we are, then there is telia there is fadeaway uh also uh no good no so that songs that you can go stream, check them out, and how can people find you? Let's say on social media and uh, uh, any other place that they can get access to you and your music. I mean, the easiest part is probably going to www.desabel.com, uh, and from there you you'll find uh, all links to my music, all social links, and uh, and buy links, uh, streaming links. And uh, perhaps one thing I would, would like to add uh, on somebody, um, on the new release, Unplugged, um, it's available for free. So everybody oh, yeah. can download it for free on, the website. on my website. And um, if you want to give something, 
feel free to do so. Every money, every single dollar we're going to collect, we're going to donate it to an organization that uh, treats um, uh, uh, disabled children. That, so, what, 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 an, what an amazing thing to do. You're getting music, but if you really appreciate art, which I think everyone should because it takes time, it takes commitment, it takes a lot of things to make sure that the music is done, still, you know, donate. You won't feel like you're buying the song, you'll be donating to help someone out there, okay? That is on the website, desabel.com, okay? Guys, support. And uh, the, the unplugged video is, that, that's, that's amazing. <laughs> thank you I, I think i've watched i've probably watched it like four or five times oh wow <laughs> thank you and uh so you said as as we get out you know you said your daughter uh your daughter is is, is you're making music with her is is she also singing and not anymore um she's she got out of it <laughs> she uh she started studying and but we had our own youtube channel uh you can you can actually check it's a project 8309 um you will see her singing a lot um she was actually very successful but she decided to you know be on the safe side studying and <laughs> and, <laughs> and now starting to make uh you know to do real working right i mean she calls that that way but yeah <laughs> what is it what what is it that why don't you think it's that way <laughs> <laughs> i mean she she basically does whatever what many swiss do she works for a bank <laughs> so uh, <laughs> and previously she did her uh how do you say a uh, trainee trainee uh, program she made yeah, she made she made it uh, on a Swiss chocolate factory, <laughs> so in the marketing, so uh, <laughs> typical Swiss kind of thing. Uh, <laughs> but but I must say uh, she's always here. I always present her my new songs, and I always want her feedback. And uh, she she she's kind of a very very good measurement for me to know if the song is going to be successful or not. So so, and she's obviously very honest. She's not a friend who tries to like you, right? Oh, she's yeah. very open to me and says, "I don't like that. That's crap," um, or she likes it. And so I, I use her, um, you know, kind of. Uh, so she's the A and R. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Basically, she is, she is yes. <laughs> <laughs> Shout outs to her, guys. And if you want, if you want, if you want to check out the the, the YouTube channel, it's Project. 8309 8309 yes that's a project uh, yes. that's a the youtube channel and, and uh, that's it guys for the extreme bpm that is uh Desabel. and uh go to the website that is desabel.com and check out more of the music and uh, we're going to close off the show with uh telia and i'll be back next week guys take care of yourselves have a great one do you remember when we were back in high school 